What's up everyone? We are back for another episode of Behind the Counter and today, I don't really know the right way to phrase this. We're going to go to our perspective. We've talked a little bit on the show about prescriptions and controlled medication that help with stress, anxiety, sleep, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Pain management is a whole nother ball game when it comes to that. But a lot of the stress, anxiety, medication we've talked about and that we dispense are all controlled. Sure. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happen at any pharmacy, not just our pharmacy, yep. about what we see, things that go on at the counter, when people can get the medication, when they can't get the medication. So we kind of wanted to illuminate some of that process um, for everyone who's watching at home today. Sure. Well, I mean, to start off, a lot of times, uh, the one of the most common question that I get is, when can I fill this drug? And well, when you're due, really, that's the answer to that. But a lot of times, you know, and obviously there is some frustration comes from our, you know, um, our patients saying they want medications at a certain time and they can't get it, you know, and it gets a little um, frustrating overall from both ends. Sure. Um, and of course, the medication is controlled for that reason, because right. I Rather than using the word addiction, I like to say your body can get dependent on it. Um, you don't, for example, just because you take those medications for anxiety purposes, I'm sure we talked about benzodiazepines, like aprazolam, lorazepam, all that stuff. We don't take those medications to, you know, for fun. You know, people are actually very stressed or have very anxious moments or even up to panic attack. They need to pop a pill, so-called. Um, However, there are has there has to be rules and regulations to govern those medications so that it doesn't ultimately hurt the customer, well, hurt the patient. Why is that? So why are there these restrictions on all this kind so of thing? So to follow up on what James had said, he said it very plainly. He said, when your medication is due. Um, so what happens back here as we're processing your prescription is if your doctor is prescribing you 60 pills to take twice per day, that means that that bottle will last you 30 days. So when you are due is technically in one month. Right. Um, oftentimes the insurance company or, you know, there are some exceptions where obviously you may not be able to get here on exactly the 30th day. So there is some leeway, you know, we're not sure. totally you know, strict on that. Um, so uh, just to follow up on that, that is yeah, exactly... It's, I mean, we do whatever we can do to... Uh, how should we put this? Try to follow the rule and at the same time understand the customers because, yes. you know, as the question uh, Vince asked, you know, your body sometimes needs it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. you're, I mean, many people, I'm I, assuming probably almost most people that come through the pharmacy or even just having everyday life, we're under a lot of stress, you know, and a lot of anxiety for that reason. And it's just really fine line of try to endure and cope with those anxiety different way other than taking pills sure. and and there are, some, there are just some you know certain situations you just have to take that medication so it's really a fine line on that so yeah. what and do we just, see oh, sorry what are that's okay and to, to circle back to the original question why are why is it so stringently controlled is exactly that sometimes people tend to be a little over-reliant right. and may not follow the exact instructions on the bottle. And because these are controlled substances, it's strict because we are hoping that our patients are adherent and following exactly the instructions on there and aren't overdoing it. 
Um, and that's often the case in when customers run out of the medication too early. Sure. So. so here's a question. So Sheldon and James obviously are here at an independent pharmacy now, but Sheldon used to work at a corporate retail yes. chain pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Here at an independent pharmacy, we know our patients really well. Some of them we've been helping literally their families for 40 or 50 years, yeah. longer than I've, any of us have been alive, <laughs> honestly. So. <laughs> Sometimes when we're here and we say we can't bill this because the due date is the due date, 30 days from now, people are like, I've known you for however many years, why can't you help me, blah, 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 yeah. that kind of stuff. So what on our end as a pharmacy do we see from the DEA and other agencies like that uh, as far as dispensing controlled medication goes? First of all, it's actually we are helping you by not filling that prescription early in the long run. It, you may it may not seem like it at the moment, sure. but it's actually helping you because we are trying our best so that you are not overly reliant on it. Mm -hmm. um, a DEA certainly uh, checks up on this every day. New Jersey specifically has something called prescription monitoring program where all the pharmacies will actually send a report to DEA every single day, and they compile a list so that. If you are, and actually other states are now involved in this in this as well. So, if you were to get a control medication from any pharmacy in the state of New Jersey, we will know, and that's that's strictly for control medication. So that you know that obviously helps uh, to prevent doctor shopping, also sure. you know help prevent uh, pharmacy shopping as well. But you know it, it's. And you're absolutely right. We've been here for over 50 years, and I personally been here almost 10 years now. And we do our best to help the customers, and we try to figure out different ways to cope with it, where different type of supplements, and or just plainly, we can call the doctor's office and explain to the doctor, listen, this person is having this much issues. Is there a possibility for an emergency supply of maybe right. different medication? We do our best to you know um, help the customer and help our patients. But the one thing that we just want you to know. Everybody know is that we are actually on your side. <laughs> we are not against you. We are not the gatekeeper. We are actually trying to help you. Right. It's just that you just we just need you to work with us in the long run, you know, sure. so that you know that you we can help you the best as we can. I think ultimately, too, the way a lot of these things work, and not just for these medications, but for others too. It's kind of what you said. We're trying to help you. It's designed so you're not over reliant on these things because. It's not even necessarily your fault. That's the mechanism of how these things work. Sure. And it can yeah, kinda... you don't have control over it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, to add on a little bit, um, generally people who are taking painkillers are also prone to taking these type of medications. Well, you're in pain all the time and you're taking painkillers yep. and that leads to anxiety and unfortunately all these different things. And that's actually adds up to a cocktail. You know, that's, there's like a red flag now on certain medication, mix of medications, I guess we can say, right? Right. And that's in the PMP or separate from the PMP? It's just common knowledge, I guess, within the pharmacists, I guess, or it, yeah. in the healthcare in professional. The, in the program, it doesn't necessarily pop out at, at us, um, but it's something that a lot of pharmacists and doctors would recognize that. And what does PMP stand for again? Prescription Monitoring Program. And are you down with PMP? <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I've been saving that enough for like five minutes. Now, trying You've to find been waiting. Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, I think those are all good points. And I think ultimately at the end of the day, I mean, again, you know, we're trying to help people dis or get off some of their medication and not be reliant on their medication like that. Even some other medication that's not controlled necessarily. It's not good to sure. be reliant on anything, I don't think, you know. 
Yeah, it's a really, it's a really difficult topic, and yeah. it's a really heavy topic as well. I mean, uh, as a our show behind the counter, we try to keep them casual, but this is a pretty serious issue. Yeah. yeah, the drug cocktail. The whole reason they came up about is because people are actually dying, you know, literally dying from taking all this medication all at once. You know, suffer from just flat out stop breathing. I guess at one point, right. you know, and some people who actually stop taking the medications. And not following the rule, um, unfortunately, can lead to withdrawals and cause more issues. So it is a pretty heavy topic and serious topic. It's um, and it's very difficult. That and uh, there will be there are certainly very difficult situations that we go through. But you know, I- at the end of the day, you just have to bear down and just trust the pharmacists and trust your doctors and hopefully, you know, help us help you really. Sure, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of like in all of our episodes we've done it's important to have that relationship with your pharmacist your physician to kind of have everyone work together to come up with a solution like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a, a catch-22 right you're anxious sure. so you're taking this medication and then you can't get this medication so now you're anxious that you oh, can't get, get your medication, medication. and it just kind of is like yeah it's a it vicious is. cycle it compounds yeah. and that kind of stuff you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i think that's why it's important to have that relationship because there are other things that we try to recommend to help people with hey maybe try you know some of these uh over-the-counter things or supplements said we can try to work on some of this kind of stuff it's more natural so i think it's important to have that relationship i i think overuse is definitely something that's an issue i think everybody can agree on that Uh um i actually had customers uh asking me about taking those type of medication because they're going on a trip and so they're on a plane kind of no thing. not even flying on a plane and they're a little nervous about it sure. you know and, and sometimes some of these emotions nervousness is actually normal yeah. <laughs> you you want to feel those emotions and um some people come in because they had a whole life's issue obviously someone passing away some close sure. member fa- you know passing away and things like that and i try to tell them listen of course the medication is here to help you but you know those feelings are normal right it's your of course you'll be sad if one of your close family member passes away and you will suffer from it you know it's it's actually enduring the process it's also something that we just have to go through and instead of just you know opening a bottle and taking a pill it doesn't make that go away sure sure no mm-hmm. living in uh, the reality of the situation that kind of stuff Absolutely. is good yeah. you know or makes sense that's why there's a lot of stuff out there you know, we're doing another episode on meditation or sure. therapy or those kind of mm-hmm. things for the bigger issues. Yeah. Obviously, travel anxiety or something like <laughs> right, that. Right, that's something so, trivial, or, obviously. You know, wedding jitters <laughs> or something like that, you know? Sure. No, but, but like uh, you said, like with that kind of stuff and even the supplements and the OTC things, a lot of that is used, it's literally called a supplement. It's to sure. not just supplement your body, but to supplement other medications that you're taking as well. Right. So you can see, you know, some of our patients are weaning off of the medications that they've been relying on and using more natural uh, over-the-counter supplements that have less negative side effects. Sure, sure, and right, uh, less tendency to be dependent on it. Sure. Yes. Rather. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you guys want to add about this? I know it's a hot topic before we uh, It sure is, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people will have opinions and uh, open. We are, we are certainly open to discussions as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, it just have to remember. Uh, just have to remember. It's you know, all the stress. It 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 becomes up to a point that taking a pill, kind of, you feel like going to get rid of your stress. It doesn't. The stress is still there. Yeah. You know, the best way of coping with stress is actually go fight at it and figure out things to get it done. And sure, these medications and counseling obviously is another major thing that doctor people can do. Mm-hmm. They're more of an adjunct thing so that you it'll help you 
aid you to get through the process. Sure. Not going to replace it. Sure. That's a great point. Great point. Yeah. Cool. Any questions, please let us know. You can find us at hbpharmacy.com or gaspersbest.com, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. On the next episode of Behind the Counter, we'll be discussing common myths, questions, and answers for CBD. Well, now I've taken this. Am I going to get high now? Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> we do get that a lot. Um, yeah. um, I guess fortunately slash unfortunately, no, it's not going to make <laughs> me high. Um, it does, even though it does have a trace amount of THC in it, um, it's purely used for the purpose of the medicinal use. 